The name Jesus means saviour. While the notion that Jesus saves us is almost universal in Christianity, the church has never settled on just one portrayal of how this actually takes place. We can identify four broad traditional views. The first focuses on Jesus' life and suggests Jesus goes through everything we go through and improves it, thereby bringing us from infantile immaturity to the full stature of children of God. The second is about Jesus' suffering. This maintains that when we see Jesus suffer, we see how much God loves us and we're moved to love God in return. The third concentrates on Jesus' death. It argues that our sin needs erasing, and that can only be done by God providing a sacrificial lamb to atone for what we've done. Jesus is that lamb, and his sacrifice takes away our sin. The fourth sees the problem as death, and perceives that through his resurrection, Jesus conquers death and opens our way to life eternal. John Henry Newman's hymn, Praise to the Holiest in the Height, succinctly identifies all these four traditional notions of the atonement.
one contemporary view of salvation is that by assembling around himself and transforming those facing internal exile in Israel, the leper, the prostitute, the tax collector, the social outcast, Jesus showed he came to transform the internal exile of Israel itself because Israel found itself under Roman occupation. By facing the way of the cross, Jesus took the story of Israel on himself and went into internal exile among his own people. What's most crucial about exile is that in exile, Israel saw a new face of God. Israel found it was closer to God in exile than it had ever been in the promised land. Israel found the God of with. Before exile, God had primarily been seen as for, a God who kept one side of the covenant to bless Israel with prosperity, population, and pride, so long as Israel responded with worship and obedience. But in exile, Israel discovered a God who was with them in their plight and shared with them in their sorrows. In exile, Israel wrote down its story and perceived how God had been with them always. Because Israel had met the God of with in the face of suffering and grief, the early church could discern that God had never been more with them than in the suffering of the grief of the cross. The cross demonstrated utterly what had first been perceived in exile, that God is made known in the face of disadvantaged and despair like never before. Here's Edward Bairstow's setting of an antiphon from the Compline service, Save Us, O Lord.
The central moment in the account of the crucifixion comes when Jesus quotes the words of Psalm 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? For the sake of our being with the Father, Jesus has for this moment lost his own being with the Father. And the Father has longed so much to be with us that he has for this moment lost his own being with the Son, which is the essence of his being. At the central moment in history, Jesus, the incarnate Son of God, has to choose between being with the Father and being with us, and he chooses us. At the same time, the Father has to choose between letting the Son be with us or keeping the Son to himself, and he chooses to let the Son be with us. Those are the choices on which our eternal destiny depend. That's the epicenter of the Christian faith. That's our very definition of love. Here's William Croft's setting of some verses of Psalm 20. We will rejoice in thy salvation. We will rejoice, will rejoice in thy salvation. We will rejoice, will rejoice in thy salvation. We will rejoice, Salvation is one of three words that traditionally encompass what it means to be made one with God. First, we are given the right to stand in the presence of God, not by our own merit, but by Christ's grace. That's justification. Then there's the work of the Holy Spirit to transform us from the poverty of our nature to the riches of God's glory. That's called sanctification. Finally, we take our place in the communion of saints. That's salvation. Here's a song that's drawn from Psalm 27 and speaks of the joy of mystic sweet communion. Oh, yeah. 